Well, former defense attorney Jonathan Rands was elected as a district court judge here in Whatcom County this past November, and we're learning now that the Whatcom County prosecutor has an issue with him when it comes to DUI cases. And joining us to explain some of what's been going on is attorney Jeffrey Lustick. He's had a lot of experience with the legal system here in Whatcom County specifically as he's uh, served as both the prosecutor and a defense attorney. And good to talk with you, Jeff. Yeah, hey, Joe. And uh, so I guess, first of all, uh, well, Jonathan Rand's his primary practice before being elected judge was to uh, defend DUI clients, correct? That's right. You know, um, Jonathan has uh, made a name for himself in the Pacific Northwest as one of the premier DUI defense attorneys. And it's a well-earned reputation. Um, the DUI charge um, and defending someone in that, it takes a lot of information. It takes a lot of skill. It's, uh, it's a lot of uh, constitutional law principles. Um, they're using a lot of uh, scientific principles to make sure that the breath machine is, is uh, functioning properly when there's a breath test. And so um, in the district court criminal defense arena, which is the court that he was just elected to serve as judge in, the DUI is one of the top two criminal charges that are handled in that court. The other would be assault in the fourth degree domestic violence. So he comes in as a specialist with a proven reputation for being successful in defending people in the charges of DUI. And that's really what he's focused on in the last 10 years in in Bellingham. Now, the prosecutor is pointing to a specific defense that he's he's used in the past that um, he feels uh, and 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 Judge Rand's uh, position on that as he's taken this new position on it's it's a, it's a little bit weedy, I guess. But I guess can you break that it all is. down? It is so so the 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 courts the criminal rules for courts of limited jurisdiction allow either party, um, the plaintiff or the defendant, to file what's called an affidavit of prejudice as long as the affidavit of prejudice is filed within 10 days of the first appearance or when the case is assigned to the docket of a particular judge. And in Whatcom County, that's the same day, usually the procedure in 99.9% of the cases, the arraignment will be held and the case will be assigned to a judge on the same day. Um, They can also use an affidavit of prejudice if the case gets reassigned to like a part-time or pro-tem judge or visiting judge, but the affidavit of prejudice cannot be exercised unless it's within that 10 days. And if a judge makes a discretionary ruling, like granting a continuance or a motion to compel or a motion to dismiss, anything that the judge has within their power to do, then if the affidavit of prejudice wasn't filed before that, once a judge makes a discretionary ruling, a party can't file an affidavit of prejudice. And an affidavit of prejudice doesn't need any support at all. It can be just the prosecutor or the defense attorney or a plaintiff in a civil matter saying, I just don't like that judge. I don't think I'm going to get a fair shake of that judge. They don't have to specify anything in particular in order to do that. And what we have in in district court is we have the Whatcom County Prosecutor's Office stating that when it comes to DUIs, because of Judge Rand's background and because of his involvement in a case that's currently pending with the Supreme Court, that they feel that the people of Whatcom County are somehow prejudiced by having him sit as a judge on these cases. And so they have 
essentially brought a shopping cart full of affidavits of prejudice, filing them in every DUI case where Judge Rands has been assigned. And this forces the clerk's office to do a lot of file shuffling, and it also forces the clerk's office to assign those cases onto Department 1, where Judge Anderson is, or to give some of those cases to the commissioner um, or to part-time judges, pro-town judges. So it does create a big upheaval within the system when it's done on the magnitude at which the Whatcom County Prosecutors is currently doing it. Now, in district court and in these cases, would the judge be the one who is deciding uh, the issue of guilt or innocence or or that, So, uh, rather than a jury? Well, you know, there is a statistic that, that anywhere between 85 and 90 percent of the cases that are in court, and this is universal for any court in the country where there's a criminal law case, those cases end in a plea. Now, this could be a plea to the charge filed by the prosecutor, or it could be some sort of a plea agreement where the charge gets amended to something else or gets reduced to a lesser charge, and the person pleads guilty, and then the judge assigns a particular sentence. And I think that's probably the crux of the problem here. The prosecutor has said through the press and through court filings that they feel that Judge Rands can't be fair because he staked a position for a few of his clients in what looks like a statewide attempt to change and, and model the DUI law through the court, which is a perfectly legitimate and ethical response for defense attorneys to do, to argue for an extension or a change in the law. But these issues, that, that issue particularly, isn't necessarily one that Judge Rands is being asked to determine in each and every case. Mostly what Judge Rands may do would be to hear uh, pleas when someone changes their plea and, and gets their sentence pronounced on them. The judge would pronounce the sentence. Or there may be a preliminary motion on some other issue that's entirely unrelated to the specific legal issue that they're concerned about. It could be whether there was a lawful arrest or whether the field sobriety tests were voluntary or whether the breath machine was working and properly certified on that day. So all these issues would only come up if one party or the other brought them up. And unless they're brought up, they never get decided and they never get considered by the judge who's assigned. If a person does not plead guilty, though, the matter could go to a jury trial or to a bench trial in which case the judge would essentially call the balls and strikes. They would rule on pretrial motions if there were any, and then when the case is being presented, the judge would rule on objections to evidentiary matters that are presented to the jury. So the affidavit of prejudice is important when you have a judge that you don't feel is going to be fair to one side or the other, and it should be a no-questions-asked thing. Once the affidavit of prejudice is filed, the judge is required to recuse themselves, and they become disqualified for the remainder of the case. So when we have so many affidavits of prejudice, though, it gives rise to looking behind that and asking, what is wrong with this judge? And the prosecutor, I think, needs to do a better job in telling us exactly why Judge Rand, who was elected at a confidence level really high, 62%, I believe, of the electorate, they need to do a better job of telling the public why he can't be fair. But the role you play as a defense attorney is very different from the role you play as a judge. And when people selected Judge Rand, they didn't want him to be a defense attorney. So he's not going to come in and be a defense attorney. He's going to be a judge. 
And he also has an obligation to recuse himself if he feels that there's an appearance of impropriety or unfairness, or if he feels that it's improper for him to make a ruling. So, you know, there are safeguards in place all around the spectrum between the judge and the way they carry out their duties and the parties in the way that they can seek fairness from the court. Well, it seems that um, most judges have served as attorneys previously (laughs) before they become judges, and many of them, I would suspect, defense attorneys. And this seems like... uh, any judge then could, or any judge who has served in a defensive capacity, or as a prosecutor for that matter, could could be uh, you know, accused of prejudice in some specific cases or certain cases. I, I think if there's a prejudice, it's simply that it's a prejudice that 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 exists in the in the minds of some people in the judiciary, and or excuse me, not in the judiciary, but in the in the in the process, especially among prosecutors, that defense attorneys can't be fair if they become judges. And all across the country, in fact, the majority of judges who get elected in criminal law uh, judgeships are people who were criminal defense attorneys or public defenders at one time or currently. And there was a statistic that came out from the American Bar Association that that showed in the last two election cycles, 61 percent of the people elected had prior defense experience. So this idea that because Jonathan Brands was a DUI defense attorney, that he can't be fair to rule and preside in DUI cases, there needs to be more justification. I mean, the prosecuting attorney is an elected official. He is accountable to the people. The people have selected Jonathan Rand. And so for him to essentially use this veto and make it so that he can't rule in these cases is very telling. And apparently they don't have any problem in him ruling in assault fourth-degree cases or even traffic cases beating cases, reckless driving cases. It's just DUI. And when you have a brand new judge that comes on the bench, I believe you need to give that person a chance, see how they rule. If you don't like the way they ruled, you disagree with their legal theories and their and their legal ruling, there's always the opportunity to appeal. The state can't appeal if there's a verdict, but if there is some sort of motion that goes there, that doesn't go their way, they can seek to get interlocutory appeals. They can seek to do a motion to reconsider. You know, the state has a lot of wiggle room when it comes to these things. Just firing off affidavits in cases where Judge Rands hasn't even done anything yet, that just seems to me to be professionally immature. They should give him a chance to rule. They should give him a chance to establish his character on the bench and see what kind of judge he's going to be. And I guess then there would be up to voters to then decide whether or not they want to make a change the next time that position would be up for uh, election, correct? Absolutely. And, you know, it's a four-year term, and a lot can happen in four years. And, you know, you, you, you change roles. When you're no longer a defense attorney and you become a judge, you change roles. You get, you get experience. You learn things. You see things from a different perspective. And I don't think that Jonathan Rands would have been elected if he didn't have that intellectual capacity to serve in that role. And he had served prior to this as a judge pro tem, just like I had for many years. So he is a known quantity. He's not someone that just came in from nowhere. He has a longstanding history in Whatcom County of being a fair person, easy to deal with. He has a great reputation. And who else do you want? Do you want to have someone that is clueless, that has no idea what a DOI is? Or do you want to have someone that knows the ins and outs and knows which defenses are valid and which are frivolous? That's the person you want in your community to judge these matters. 
it is a complex thing defending a DUI and prosecuting a DUI is too. But we want to have people who are experienced and understand the system. And that's why it just doesn't sit right with me to see the prosecutor doing this sort of action. Well, the prosecuting attorney, Eric Ritchie, is scheduled to uh, present his side of all this, as I understand it, before the county council next week. So I guess we'll get a get a sense then of what his thinking is and where things go from here. huh? Well, eventually it has to end. I mean, they do have the right, they have the privilege under Rule 8.9 to file affidavits of prejudice, but I can't see any popularity or any public support for doing this for four years. It just, there has to be something. And I don't anticipate the judge to make a statement because that would be prejudicial. Also, if he made a statement and said, okay, okay, I won't ever rule this way that you won't like. I mean, you know, where does this end? At some point, they're going to have to give Judge Rand a chance to make rulings because to go four years with affidavits of prejudice in every DUI case, that's just not sustainable by any means. All right, Attorney Jeffrey Lustick. As once again, he's served as both a prosecutor and a defense attorney here in uh, our courts in Whatcom County, and a judge for that matter. And uh, really appreciate your expertise on this, Jeff. You bet, Joe. Anytime.